Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hour number three to get right. We're Reggie KG on 105.3 The Fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula, Larry D. Flores on the down for you here. Appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. The text line. 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053. If you want to get in on the conversation, appreciate you joining us, however and wherever you may be listening to us on this Thursday night. We're also live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan Cam and on YouTube. Search 105 the fan on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button while you are there. College realignment shaking up once again. We'll dive into some of the newest and latest happenings in and around the world of college football as we are just a few weeks away from the start of the 2023 college football season. I'm surprised that you're not more excited about this Hall of Fame game that's on these TVs. Why? You know who's in the game? Quarterbacking for the Cleveland Browns? Who? His initials are D-T-R. Hey! My man from UCLA? Yeah, Dorian Thompson-Robinson is apparently the third quarterback on the Cleveland Browns roster as of right now. You know what? That's why I love doing this show with you, Reg, because as DTR was my favorite athlete to watch out of the Pac-12 this year, especially that after dark football. By the way, I blame you for getting me on Pac-12 after dark. You got it before it was gone. Uh, Clearly, because at this rate, uh, the disintegration of the Pac-12 is in full effect. You missed the best Pac-12 after dark, though. It used to be, it used to be go up like maybe 2015, 2016, Pac 12 after dark. Woo! Okay, I can't Woo! do college football games that start at 9:30, 9:45, borderline 10 o'clock. Can't do it, man. You're not a real college football sicko. You're supposed to be sitting somewhere nope. at 11 a.m. Nope, that, that's right. I'm already take, up. Take that all the way Mm-mm. through Mm-mm. to about 12, nope. 1 a.m. You know, there's this thing called the NFL that happens on Sundays. Yeah, and then that's Sunday. Uh, that's, I, gotta, I gotta go to bed because I get up for NFL game day morning. This, this, is, this is why I'm useless during the football season because my whole weekend is football and I gotta go to work during, during the rest of the week. Well, you have a little less of it to watch when it comes to the, uh, <laughs> the Pac-12. That's because, as I mentioned, the full disintegration of the conference is in effect. As of 15 minutes ago, Ross Dellinger... Of Yahoo Sports. And he is a one of the better reporters in this space. On the heels of a Pete Thamel report from ESPN, the Big 12 has accepted the application of Arizona to become the 14th member of the Big 12 Conference. Big 12 executives met Thursday to approve the application of Arizona as the 14th member, sources tell Ross Dellinger of Yahoo Sports paving the way for the Wildcats to enter the conference. It's another step in UA's path to join. The final step would be approval from its board of regents. That comes on the heels of a report just an hour ago 
from Pete Thamel of ESPN that told him that sources uh, said that Arizona is in deep discussions with the Big 12 about joining the league. It appears that is now coming to fruition. That is without Arizona, Arizona, excuse me, without Arizona State at the time, but college realignment continues to shake up what looks like the end of the Pac-12 coming in the very, very near future. And that's surprising because it did seem like, if I remember correctly, I believe it was Arizona lawmakers um, were hoping and probably maybe putting down their foot to the idea that wherever Arizona would go, that it would have to be with Arizona State. This happens when you have a couple of state schools in the same place. And if you were tapped in during like the last round of realignment in like, you know, maybe like a decade or so ago, when Texas was looking at possibly joining the then Pac-10 before it became the Pac-12, um, Texas was looking at going into the Pac-10, and people and uh, you know the state legislature was like, "Well, you're not going without Texas Tech," and that kind of slowed some things down. Oklahoma has seen something similar where it goes to Oklahoma without Oklahoma State, except they got over and they were like, "Yeah, Oklahoma's gonna go over here to the SEC. Good luck to y'all and whatever y'all doing." And obviously, Texas figured out themselves as well but I I wonder if you know if that was gotten you know figured out or if Arizona just decided look we can't both not get nothing right <laughs> like maybe they looked around and they saw the likes of UCLA they saw the likes of like I said Oklahoma and Texas and saw the ways that these things can hurt you if you don't make that move and these things can help you if you do make the move and I do wonder if maybe they're going to the place where they go okay let's just see if we can move over to a conference that has more stability because also some of this came, and you were talking about this in the break. The Pac-12 had long discussed the idea of, oh, we got a media deal working, it's coming, and it's going to be great. We got a media deal coming, and it's going to be forward-thinking and really progressive. And ultimately <laughs> what they set down was, hey, we have this, this media deal that's going to work with Apple TV streaming primarily Apple TV, which means it either is going to be part of the Apple TV Plus subscription or I was thinking maybe it ends up being something like MLS where you see it's almost like a league pass where you have MLS as a separate league pass um, subscription. And I was like, I don't think you you have enough juice to command a separate subscription. That's almost like, you know, the Longhorn Network and what we saw there. I don't think you have that level of juice to command that. Now, obviously, they would be able to sell out, I think, some of their major games to maybe the likes of ESPN. So you have a few major games on more, you know, traditional broadcasted but I think that you know teams looked or sorry I should refer to them as institutions schools looked up and they were like that's not favorable in fact they did not re- they did not uh, opt to sign that deal because it, it was not as favorable as what they were hoping and so now you're hearing as you mentioned today almost breaking news at this point that Arizona is basically on the cuffs of joining the uh the Big 12 and then also we heard earlier today that the Big Ten schools have gotten together and they've approved the Big Ten commissioner to go and... (laughs) Go post that Pac-12 some more. Yeah, go look at Oregon, (laughs) go look at uh, Washington, two of the remaining interesting um, schools that can actually add value to a a conference like the Big Ten. (laughs) Go see what they're talking about over there. Go look at them. And (laughs) this could could spell the end of the Pac-12 as we know it. Now, obviously, there will still be schools there that will be together, but it might just become a glorified, you know, Mountain West conference. They might fall Damn. into the into the likes of maybe one of these group of five type schools, so like or uh, conferences rather. So we're seeing another major shift in realignment. And honestly, for me personally, as I look forward, it feels like we're getting closer and closer to what I was anticipating might ultimately be happen, which is two big you know conferences that ultimately come together. Maybe 
filter into like a playoff of sorts. Does that sound familiar? Two big conferences where they play a playoff of sorts, maybe come together for a championship game. The AFC and the NFC. Yeah, like we're we're basically we're getting closer to this market working itself towards what professional sports always does in America, which is basically like a, a second level NFL <laughs> and consolidation. Yeah, it's interesting because I think it might be a little bit bigger than that. Because okay, let's break this down a little bit. Mm-hmm. So Brett McMurphy of the Action Network reported earlier today that Apple's primary media rights deal with the Pac-12 expires at the end of the week. Uh, proposal is now is in the low. $20 million figure per school annually, but can fluctuate and increase based on membership size and subscription incentives, sources said. Again, some of which doesn't sound necessarily appealing because do you have the juice to provide enough kind of action based on what you're needing to be able to have people come buy this? Yeah. And it doesn't sound like they have that. The other part that's interesting here is the Big 12, who are they getting right now? They're on the cusp of getting Arizona. Yes, which is... A school that has the potential to be pretty good at football, but at least one thing you know for certain. Basketball. They can be good at basketball. And we know how good the Big 12 has been basketball-wise yeah. for a long time. So now you've got a conference that has the likes of Kansas. Yes. Now what appears to be Arizona coming to the conference as well. You've got a really strong basketball conference on top of Baylor that's already there. You've got a lot of appeal, and I think this tech is, has found its way into a very good way in basketball. And I think this is that, U of University of Houston has been uh-huh. good at basketball. I mean, there's a few that I'm forgetting in that instance, but no, they've put together a good basketball conference for sure. And some of that is like, obviously, if you can't knock them over the head with football, you still want to be good at football. However, let's see if we can also add value by having basketball as, and they absolutely have what seems to be the best basketball conference, and they might be bolstering it with Arizona. And I think that's part of the differentiation that Brett Yormark, the commissioner of the Big 12, has been talking about when it comes to being a national conference. The perspective that you had brought in terms of the profile, the physical profile of the conference, that's obviously changing. But how do you differentiate yourself to bring marketability to your conference? Find the thing that you know that you've got good and get it even stronger. The Big 12 is going to continue to be a powerhouse basketball conference when it comes to what they've got going on, now adding Arizona. Can they strengthen themselves when it comes to the football part of it? That part remains to be seen based on adding Arizona and Colorado having previously already accepted application. And the Colorado thing might have been what – it might end up looking kind of like what I was thinking, and it might not be Colorado itself. It might just be the Pac-12's incompetence in a way, but that seemed to be like the first first piece in that took away from the foundation of the Pac-12. Now, the Pac-12 is having to reasonably have existential conversations. How do you continue to exist in a place that you would like to be? And something that is brought up, as you mentioned, profiles like physical profiles and geographical profiles – uh, as we tie this to something else that's happening, the ACC is in a place mm-hmm. where one of their biggest schools is maybe upset that they're not getting as much money as they possibly could. And I've seen it asked, could the Pac-12 and uh, Atlantic Coast Conference merge in a way to maybe, you know, if you don't have strength, maybe you can have numbers in a way and maybe build up some level of, you know, strength in that way. The remainder of the Pac-12 and the ACC in creating a god-awful geographical profile, but at least more strength in numbers. Uh, yeah, that would be difficult. And I don't know. And like you said, the physical profile of the conference would be difficult to traverse in that way. Yeah, but they're already making these kids fly smooth across the country all the damn time. They, they do not care about that actual part of uh, their schooling and the travel. They do not care about it at all. Well, that's one of the hangouts for one of these schools in the Pac-12 in terms of coming up with the, an- the money annually 
to travel. I think one of the schools has to come up with an additional $10 million to couple travel, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to their budget in that way. Sure, and that's that's one of the tough things about these schools on the West Coast is that the geography is just so much different than you mm-hmm. consider the schools on the east, you know, east of the Mississippi. And Florida State is in the crossfire right now. After North Carolina Athletic Director Bubba Cunningham took exception Thursday to the way Florida State has publicized its willingness to lead the ACC because Florida State isn't necessarily happy right now. Oh, no. In terms of what they've got going on in their uh, television contract. In fact, their president, Rick McCullough, basically got out there, and I was kind of amazed, in in addition to many other comments, said, quote, without increasing revenue, we will face major challenges to be able to compete in football. We, of course, are not satisfied with our current situation. We love the ACC. We love our partners at ESPN. Our goal would be to continue to stay in the ACC, but... Staying in the ACC under current situation is hard for us to figure out how do we remain competitive unless there was a major change in revenue distribution within the conference. Basically, they're like, we need more money or we would like to jump. Now, the jump, like this might be an empty threat. Where are you going? Well, one, someone has to want you. But they're a big enough program that if they're available, someone will want them. The problem is being available because there's this thing called a grant of rights Mm -hmm. that conferences started doing to try and like, make it harder for teams to just jump, which is like, hey, you have to sign over your rights to uh, to the conference for a certain amount of time. So if you leave, you can leave, but all of that money that you start getting for uh, media rights comes over here. Yeah. That grant of rights for the ACC lasts until 2036. <laughs> so that's going to make it very difficult for that to move. However... They locked it there for 13 more years. I think the ACC has to look at this show of aggression, in a way, from the F- from FSU. And look at it and go. How do we make sure that we're that we you know we maintain ourselves as a collective league? Because honestly, all these leagues, because they're they're made out of individual partners, you you're only as strong as your weakest link. You're only as strong as the the community that you build together. And and FSU is out here like we're here just because we have to be. Oh boy, Um, conference realignment is something else. And I'll say this before we go to break because what the Big Ten is doing, I think, is very interesting. The two teams that we've kind of talked about in terms of who they may be going after is Washington and Oregon. Oregon is the one that intrigues me specifically. Because of Uncle, Uncle Phil's money? All the Nike money yeah. behind Oregon. And if I'm Brett Yormark, that would be the school that I would want to go after next. Well, don't forget, Washington has been to a college football playoff. They have. Right? So, like, that's a reason why. Washington is a historically, like, pretty good football program. Like, that is that is another reason. Don't sleep on Washington. They can actually win football games, and you still need that, right? This is still about that prominence of being front of, uh, like in front of the nation. I guess if I'm trying to strengthen the football side of it, I'm taking Oregon before I take Washington. Even though Washington's had success, Oregon brings the money, and they've brought pretty good success over the last decade as well, having also gone to a college football or the a BCS National Championship game or the, you know, when they lost to Jameis Winston. Was that, that was a national title game, wasn't it? I, don't, I can't remember. No, they beat Auburn in the national title game. I'm just waiting to turn off yeah. this microphone so I can take this bite of this pizza. <laughs> if I want, if I'm going to be completely honest, <laughs> that's some college football realignment here on the Get Right. You can turn your mic off, Thanks. Uh, right here on the Get Right. Reg KJ here on 105.3 The Fan. Uh, coming up next here on the Get Right, David Helman of Fox Sports joins us next year on 105.3 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Back here on the Get Right with Reggie KG on 105.3 The Fan. David Hamilton of Fox Sports about to join us here on your home of the Cowboys, the Texas Rangers, here in just a moment. At Kevin Gray Sports, at Reg, at Attila, if you want to get at us on Twitter, we're with you until 11 o'clock tonight on this Thursday. Really appreciate you joining us, however, and wherever you may be listening to us coming up in uh, 17 minutes. We'll go inside the gray area where y'all can try, but you can't have it. I know exactly what that means. Mm-hmm. Oh, and speaking of the Rangers, you did mention we are the home of the Texas Rangers. That's right. They now hold a one-and-a-half game lead Woo! over the Houston Astros in the AL West as the Astros fall to the Yankees 4-3 to three on this fine evening. So that will give your, your Rangers a one-and-a-half game lead as they head into their series with the Marlins. Well, how about that as the Texas Rangers got it done today, finishing off a clean sweep of the Chicago White Sox. And just let, just I'm letting you know, you're going to want to listen to the Rangers baseball tomorrow versus the Marlins Ooh, on 105 through the fan. Let me tell you. If you haven't tuned into a baseball game for the Rangers all season long on this station, you need to do so tomorrow. Trust us on 105 through the fan. Right now, though, we go to the hotline where we welcome in our favorite Fox Sports analyst, writer, I don't know. I'm really fond of Joe Davis. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was really unnecessary. I know. Um, but, but I think he enjoys it. I think he appreciates <laughs> it, what I was doing there. You can find him on Twitter at David Hellman underscore, where at some point he will be trying to contain LaShawn McCoy on speak. He is David Hellman. David, what's going on? I do appreciate it, Reginald. You're right. I, Against my better judgment, I... I find you very funny. And also, I don't deal well with praise. So, hey, guys. <laughs> wow. I don't either, wow. so it works great. Wow, exactly. Don't don't let him do that to you, David Hellman, okay? You are a number one a star in this nope. business. Be, nope, no. Reggie Embrace it. Me. Reggie gets me more than you. I don't like that. I like being told Wait, I'm trash. First of all, I don't like the implication, number one. Uh, number two, I need you. What, the you, implication that I know him better? Exactly. I don't like that. It. I don't like that. But number two, like Reg, accept the compliments, damn it. Accept it, embrace it, love it, live it. Okay. I'm working on that. I'm working okay. on that in therapy and just in my life in general. We're getting there. I'm better. I'm better than I used to be. Therapy boys. Woo! Let's so, do it. Thank thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. 
David, love you having you on the program. And uh, by the way, not only do the, do the TV thing, you also write as well. Uh, you've been a little bit more busy these days when it comes to writing about what's going on in training camp from Oxnard, California. What's been uh, some of your bigger takeaways so far as we get ready to conclude the second week of training camp for the Cowboys? Well, look, man, I'm all about transparency. I don't like to like pull the wool over people's eyes. Mm-hmm. So I'll just I'll tell you right now. The hardest thing about uh, or the, the biggest takeaway from training camp is trying to cover a training camp from Dallas when they're in Oxnard. Uh, I didn't make the trip this year, and I'll be honest with you. I, I think this is, the first, this is the first training camp I haven't been at, I guess, since 2012, which is a long damn time. And, mm. you know, typically you're, you're out in Oxnard from late July to mid-August. So I'm like, man, it's 30 degrees hotter here than what I'm used to. <laughs> I'm not getting to watch one-on-ones and, and seven-on-sevens and not getting to hang out on the beach at night when practice is over. Like, this is for the birds. Um, so, I mean, uh, I guess the the more direct football answer is um, – I think like when you get to when you get to be all the way out here like when you're not swept up in the minutia of camp cuz when you're there when you're standing 3 feet away from it all you're like oh my god uh you know Jalen Brooks is having the camp of his life or like Deuce Vaughn just continues to do all this good stuff and that's all true like those guys seem like they're having great camps I don't mean to talk crap about them but like when you pull back a little bit you're like yeah this is going about how you would expect the training camp to go like you know thankfully they've managed to avoid major injury to this point uh it certainly seems like there's good back and forth between the offense and defense uh the feistiness uh the the way that i mean the the way that the defense seems like it's coming together with stefan gilmore in the mix and like when you just look at the big picture you're like yeah like this this sounds like it's going about according to script, and you don't need to get swept up in the day-to-day momentum of it all. All right, uh, David, I will follow up with something that is more important and less nonsensical. However, I for, for against my better judgment, I will actually comply with this request that is currently in my text message that says, ask Hellman if his self-esteem is better this year without the daily reminders that he'll never shoot practice video as well as Mashoda. That comes from your <laughs> friend Robert Belt. Wow. Wow. Uh, I mean, my self-esteem's always been a problem, anyway. So, like, that's whatever. But uh, no, I, I've always, I've always given John his flowers. I've always acknowledged that he was better at it. Uh, so, yeah, like again, being here in Dallas, it's kind of been fun to just sit back and watch John and Bobby do it instead of like feeling the pressure because mm. it is, it's a first-world problem. But there's a certain amount of pressure that goes on with like, okay the Cowboys fan base is relying on me Mm. to get the best angle possible of this video. So it's nice to just be sitting at my laptop or sitting on my phone like, damn, good job, John, and not not have to worry about actually doing the work. Imagine the the pressure of the Cowboys fan base relying on you to block for the running back and then looking around and saying, I'm not getting paid as as well as the other (laughs) folks. Like, what, what is your level of concern when it comes to Zach Martin still at this point not being at camp? I don't care at all. Ooh, I won't oh, wow. Oh, okay. Should, should I? Should I? I mean, I would hope that the Hall of Fame right guard would at some point get to camp, right? What's today? August 3rd? That's it right. It is indeed. Okay, cool. So, like, they have a month until the week that they need to be ready for the Giants. I think I looked this up. Like, practice in the NFL starts on Wednesday for a game week. So, 
if the game is on September 10th, uh, <laughs> so like practices September 6th. Uh-huh. If he's there for if he's there for that, I really don't care. I, I'm I'm being so serious wow. right now. I really don't. Okay. So th- there's no there's no concern that like you know this means him not being there to this point means that he's really serious about trying to get his and the rhetoric that Stephen and Jerry have band- bandied out here of just basically stonewalling this means that it's unlikely that something happens. None of that concern. Uh, I, one way or the other, it's going to work out. In a perfect world, and I wrote about this this week for Fox Sports. In a perfect world, the Cowboys realize. Actually, Zach Martin is better off on an extension for us anyway because his cap hit next year is $24 million. He's on the last year of his deal starting next year, which means you can't get flexible. You can't get creative with that cap hit. So would you rather have Zach Martin for one year at $24 million on the cap next year, or would you rather extend him for two or three years and be able to move that money around? I know the answer, for me anyway. I mean, Zach Martin's still – if he's not even if he's not the best guard in football, he's top three. But I I have no problem saying he's still the best guard in football. So I don't see why the Cowboys wouldn't want to extend him, other than you know that that silly argument about not wanting to set a precedent. But guess what? When the guy in question is definitely going to the Hall of Fame, then you can do that. Like if somebody else comes to you and says, "Well, Zach got paid, I want mine," and you say, "Well, you're not Zach Martin," like it's that easy. It's it really is. So I'm not worried about that. I'm rooting for Zach to get a new deal, but I will say this. If the Cowboys really decide that they're going to play hardball, I have a hard time believing Zach Martin's going to miss game checks. Like, players just don't like to do that. They really don't, in my experience. Like, very rarely does that ever happen. So, if the Cowboys are really willing to ride this all the way out until the first week of September, I think Zach Martin will show up because, again, every Tuesday you get six figures wired into your bank account, and players like having that. Uh, So one way or the other, it's going to be fine. And I don't think Zach Martin needs the practice time, and I'm totally cool with not subjecting him to the risk of injury. So, yeah, unless he's not here on September 4th, I, I really am not spending a lot of time worrying about it. David Helm of Fox Sports joining us here on the Get Right with Reggie KG on 105.3 The Fan. A lot has been made, David, uh, by others in the media, including a certain partner of yours when it comes to the comments made by Dak Prescott and Trayvon Diggs after Trayvon decided to get in the grill of his quarterback's face and have some things to say about him. What has been your take when it comes to the Trayvon Diggs, Dak Prescott's uh, healthy banter, as Dak likes to call it? I actually, you know, I've been busy because I didn't go to California. I've been trying to be proactive. I wrote about this, too, today for Fox Sports. I mean, obviously, I think anybody within the Cowboys bubble understands that this is a non-story. Dak is as big of a trash talker as anybody on the team, as everybody's been saying for the last few days. This has been normal since Trayvon Diggs got here in 2020. Um so, like, none of that bothers me at all. And the minute I saw it, I was like, yep, this is, this is Dak and Trayvon <laughs> being Dak and Trayvon. But, and, I mean, this is it's just, a, it's just a pitfall of, of the situation. We talk about this all the time. They're the Dallas Cowboys. They are – this is – I actually – I went back and listened. I did y'all's show, like, a month ago. And the last thing I said was that people are going to try to draw you offside because you follow the most polarizing team in the league. Mm -hmm. I said that a month ago, Mm -hmm. and it took no time at all for me to be proven right because, look, if you don't like the Cowboys, you hate them. If you're not rooting for them to succeed, then you're hoping that they fall flat on their face. 
The Cowboys are a favorite in the NFC this year. There's not a lot in the way of excuses why they shouldn't be successful. So people are going to seize on an opportunity to point out the flaws in that, whether it's Shady or whether it's Joe Schmo. There's just a lot of people that enjoy it when the Cowboys aren't successful. Uh, And I think that's what you're seeing right here. And that is what is – if the Cowboys ever get back to the mountaintop, it's going to be so impressive because not only are they going to have to be good enough to win all those games – but they've got to overcome stuff like this. And that's, that's just a reality of, of, of being around this team. If they don't love you, they hate you. We're talking to David Hellman of Fox Sports right here on 105 Through the Fan. And, David, I have to fight my, my natural inclination to just want to talk about conference realignment with you here. Uh, but is, is there something that, you know, from these first couple of weeks of training camp that you've seen discussed in a certain way that you just feel like we've been missing the boat on? Is there anything that you're looking at and just like, why is nobody viewing it from this angle? Um, I, I don't think so. I mean, I think, look, I think I'm pretty good at my job, but we just talked about my self-esteem issues. Like, mm-hmm, I don't, mm-hmm. I certainly don't think I'm so good at my job that I'm seeing something that all of the very talented reporters uh, out in out in Oxnard are missing. Fair enough. I will just say, I, will, I mean, I will say, you know, there's there's always, there's an annual hand-wringing over, like, what happens in practice. And I just, I think people, again, kind of lose the plot sometimes, whether it's like, oh, my God, Dak threw two interceptions today. Is like, the the point is to go out there and try stuff. Like, the point is to is to work on chemistry, maybe try throws that you wouldn't try, maybe try block combos that you're not familiar with or, you know, working with offensive and defensive linemen that aren't familiar with each other. The whole point is that you're supposed to try stuff and see how it looks. And like, I, I don't direct this at the media. I mainly direct it at fans. But, like, people think about practice like it's a game. And that's not the point. The point is not to play it the same way you would a game and try to finish with more points. Like, obviously, offense is trying to get the better of defense and vice versa. But there's all kinds of situational stuff and there's all kinds of extra variables that go into it that we don't know about. And I think people lose sight of that sometimes. It's like, yeah, I mean, practice by design is not always supposed to look clean. You're supposed to throw stuff at the wall. Uh, So, again, not directing that at anybody in the media, but I just think in general uh, that gets lost in the shuffle sometimes when we're trying to figure out who's having a great camp and who's not having a great camp and stuff like that. David, before I let you go, I do want to ask you in the light of a, of a college football question, uh, in the vein of a Cowboys question, which one will happen first? Uh, the disintegration of the Pac-12 or Dak Prescott winning the MVP? Winning the MVP? Yeah. I mean, it sounds like the Pac-12 is going to be gone like tomorrow, <laughs> man. So, I, look, I actually I was, I was reading about this. I was reading about this. Or like, I hate to be too earnest because like, I have a lot of fun with y'all and y'all's show is very fun, but Man, I'm I'm low key kind of depressed about what is happening to college football right now. Sure. Um, I mean, fortunately, in this isn't fair, but like as an SEC fan, the SEC is not being as affected as a lot of the other conferences in the country. But uh, I love college football because it's everything the NFL is not, and uh, and every every step we take, it just feels like it's becoming. NFL junior, which like the NFL is great for what it is, but I love the quirkiness and the sectionality and the regionality of college football. And 
it's hard not to feel like we're losing that, and it's depressing. And, I mean, it honestly, it sounds like it's too far gone at this point. I mean, we should have seen this coming when USC and UCLA left for the Big Ten, but mm-hmm. uh, it's just a bummer. It's a bummer, and I, I hope I'm overreacting in that, you know, college football still looks pretty similar in five years to what it has been, but I don't feel super optimistic about that right now. David, as always, we appreciate your time, and thank you for joining us once again on The Get Right. Hope you have yourself a good weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, my guy. Thanks, dudes. Anytime. Later, Bubba. There he goes. David Hellman of Fox Sports. Good to join us here on The Get Right. Reggie KG on 105.3 The Fan. It's interesting, and you had brought the point up earlier about yeah, man. The, uh, <laughs> the NFL light that it appears we are headed toward with college football. We'll see if the uh, – Pac-12 has got something up their sleeve right now. It's not looking good in college football. Yeah, unless the unless the something that they have up their sleeve is something like twenty to thirty or more than twenty, but like twenty-five to thirty million dollars per school. I just don't know where it comes from. Like we we were talking about this in the break. Florida State and other schools. I mean, but Florida State's president had put it said it as clearly as day as we are going to get it. This is so solely motivated by the money that they can extract, the revenue that they can increase. This is now just. They are doing pure raw capitalism here. This is just corporation <laughs> stuff. Come and get it. This is just we need to make more money. And when it comes down to that, the Pac-12 simply can't deliver right now because we're looking at the ways that they make money as their media deal, and they're not getting with, coming with anything very interesting when it comes to the dollars of it. Like This is just going to go the way of money ruining, as Dave was talking about, the quirky nonsense of it all and it's been we've been down this path for so long mm-hmm. it's just we we wanted to cover our ears and you know plug our ears and cover our eyes and pretend like it wasn't yeah. there and now it is upon us in a very heavy way unfortunately coming up next we go inside the gray area where you can try to get it but i won't let you have it but you can try next on the get right we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds what could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds let odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs advertise with odyssey visit ads.odyssey.com About to go inside the gray area here on the Get Right with Reggie KG on 105.3 The Fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. What up? Larry D. Flores holding it down for you. Really appreciate you joining us on this Thursday night here on your home of the Cowboys and Texas Rangers. You can find me on Twitter at Kevin Gray Sports. You can find Reg on Twitter at Reg Atatula. Coming up at the top of the hour, we got your headlines on this Thursday as we get ready to send you a little bit closer to your weekend. Larry, let's go inside the gray area here on the get right. As I you always heard. hate that Larry does this this uh, song. Yeah, you know he. You know, it always feels like home though when I get the bit when Larry. You know, it makes it. me sleepy at nine forty-five. Well, wake up then. How am I supposed to do that with the sleepy music, KG? You know how to be a professional. Wake up, just wake up. You got me sound like I'm talking to my daughter in the morning. Daddy, I'm sleepy. Uh, baby girl, you got ten hours to sleep. Twelve hours of sleep. Wake up. Okay, but that's that's not that's not a helpful solution. Wake up. See if see (laughs) that you need to be more problem solving oriented. Would you like an energy drink? No, I would like to have music that's upbeat. Well, that's not part of the bit. 
Oh, well, then you're going to get this. <laughs> this right here? Yeah. That's what I'm going to get. Mm-hmm. Well, what you can get is an opportunity, as you heard in the promo coming back from the break, a chance to be a host here at 105.3 The Fan. That is because Fan Phenom is back. Fan Phenom 2023. Well, you'll have a chance to show off your skills and to partner up with Chris Arnold at each of our four locations to be able to become the next 105 through the fan host here. And the reason why I highlight this is because um, I would not be sitting here in this seat if it not if it wasn't for uh, the fan phenom contest. Now, if you've, you know, listened to the station, obviously have been able to um, enjoy our show and how we do it and what we do. Uh, obviously, in all seriousness, Reginald Attitude is one of the utmost talents in this business. And I'm I'm privileged to work with him to be able to have an opportunity to do this show. Um, but it's because I had a chance four years ago to be a part of this contest. Now, the original contest winner was Josh Dak. Shout out to him. Shout out to Josh. Um, People used to say he sounded like Gavin Dawson. Not a bad voice to be compared to. Uh, the longevity of a Gavin Dawson in this business uh, is obviously going on and continues to go on uh also the second winner of the fan phenom contest shout out to my man sterling daniels mm-hmm. who beat me out in 2019 uh on a fateful saturday morning uh when eric chiafalo and zach walchuk were working weekend that's right when they were working weekends um and more so than anything i was joking earlier about how look you can try to come from mine but you're not gonna be able to get it um but i say that jokingly because Part of what makes this business what it is is that the work that goes into it. And if you want to become a part of this team in this business, prepare to work and to work very hard and to become a master of your craft because this business is tough. And I say that not to scare people. I say that not to discourage people. I say that to give you a very realistic picture of the kind of work that it takes to become a part of this business and to be able to be successful at it. And if you have the drive and the passion to do it, I implore you, I encourage you, I want you to come out to these events to try your hand at becoming the next uh, fan host here because it is a rewarding journey that personally has changed my life and the people and the individuals that I've gotten to work with, to know and to learn and grow from uh, has been tremendous. And one of the ones that has personally been a mentor to me is someone like a Newey Scruggs, for example, Yeah, who I would not have known had it not been for me taking a leap of faith four years ago and stepping out and trying to do this and then continuing to pester Gavin Spittle uh, <laughs> to hire me eventually. Hey, man, and there's some people that's been pestering Gavin Spittle, like, you know, with the wanting a part of this opportunity. I know there's a lot of people for whom this is a dream or this is, you know, something that they would love to do. All right, we don't take those things for granted. However, this is an on-ramp, Mike. This is an opportunity. And even if even if you don't have like that high of aspirations, what it does opportunity, you know, give you the opportunity for is like get a get a feel for this, man. Mm-hmm. Like I look, there's a lot of people that will make fun of, you know, KG saying a word wrong or, you know, whatever, like somebody, you know, getting something wrong. And it's easy to do that on the outside. And I'm not trying to do the my job is way harder than you think it is, Renee. I'm not digging no ditches up here. But one thing I do encourage you is like, hey man, get a feel for this, man. Sometimes it's like, hey. Fill five minutes with the with the topic, 
And you're like, I could do that. And you start talking. You go, oh, wow, this is a little bit more difficult. I, I, I encourage people to try it out and give it a feel. Because, I mean, look, you listen to us. I know you love sports. Mm-hmm. And if that's something that you're interested in, give it a try, man. We will have a lot of uh, – we'll have – KG will be there working with you on one of these events. I know Chris Arnold will probably be at one of these. Like, you'll have an opportunity to work with some some of the people that you get to listen to. And that's also a fun opportunity as well if you haven't been able to do that. Come out to, like, a fan event outside of, like, Fan Phenom. Getting mm-hmm. to hang out with, you know, the people at the station is always a fun time, I think, at least. And I'll tell this quick story before, you know, we end this segment here because – Four years ago, when I did do this contest, I saw the flyer for it, and I had started my own podcast back in the year 2014, October of 2014. And as I had started it, I said, huh, I like doing this. I enjoy doing this, talking about sports and being able to communicate you know, with others to share my opinions and be able to talk about the things that I love when it comes to this whole thing called sports. And then when that flyer came up, I looked at it as an opportunity to be able to do something that I love and do it on a scale that I never thought would have been available to me. And I bring that up because as long story short, was able to do the contest, did a couple of the events, and then had a chance to be in the finals uh, with the three gentlemen, as I mentioned, Sterling Daniels won in 2019. Okay, so you don't give folks a, you don't give folks a little tutorial on how to be a finalist? I, I guess I can do that. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how to win it because I didn't do it. Um, See, I wasn't gonna go there. It's okay. I was trying to. I was trying to. It's okay. Cool. But I bring that up because the journey since that point, and I mentioned earlier, I pestered Gavin Spittle until he, you know, eventually bet, signed me. Right. I bet he don't want us to say that part, but it's fine. Well, the idea. Be, well, look, man. Everybody's story is <laughs> unique, and that's 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 my road uh, to get here. That's, but I, that's Gavin Spittle at Odyssey.com. <laughs> The amount of emails I sent that man. I know he about <laughs> sick of me. Uh, but at the same time, do what you can to put yourself in that position. And the way the way that I found that I didn't win, this is the funny part. So I had this whole grand master plan, right? Okay, yes. So in 2019 was my five-year wedding anniversary. So my wife had surprised us with a trip to go to uh, Jamaica for our five-year anniversary. Oh, that's nice. And that was the weekend that I knew that he was going to be Gavin Spill. He was going to, you know, let us know who won the Fan Phenom contest. So I was like, oh, man, I'm about to go on vacation. I'm going to get this phone call from Gavin Spill telling me that I cooked on that Saturday and I won the Fan Phenom contest. And I'm going to find out I'm going to be a part of the station that I like listening to and want to be a part of on my wedding anniversary in Jamaica. I got a call from Gavin Spittle. Okay. It wasn't the phone call that I was expecting. Not only was it the phone call that I wasn't expecting, I couldn't get the phone call. Because you were in Jamaica. Because I was in Jamaica. That's right. So imagine for a couple of days looking at this voicemail and this phone call that I missed. Can't listen to it because I'm in Jamaica. And it never crossed your mind that it was it was not the call you was looking for. It would never cross my mind. I thought, oh, man, I'm going to find out when I get back to the States. I won this contest. How was Jamaica, though? Incredible. Incredible. I stepped off the plane, Larry. First thing I do when I get cell service, push that button on that voicemail. I go to listen to it. It's Gavin Spittle on the other end. It says, hey, Kevin. It's Gavin Spittle of 105.3 The Fan. How quickly did you know? The tone of his voice. <laughs> I said, now, wait a minute. This ain't the tone that I was looking to be struck here on this voicemail. 
I get to start to listen. Hey, Kevin, this is uh, Gavin Spittle of uh, 105 Through the Fan. And um, I just wanted to let you know, um, unfortunately, you didn't win the uh, the Fan Phenom contest. Uh, we went with uh, Sterling Daniels. He won the contest. Um, sorry, I couldn't let you know, like, you know, over the phone, you know, in person. Uh, but, yeah, just wanted to let you know we're going to be announcing that here uh, in the next day or so. My wife looked at me. She said, well, what did you say? I said, um, yeah, babe, I, I didn't win. And that was that. She's like, are you going to be okay? I'm like, I'm going to be okay. I got my bag as quick as I could, and I just walked off. Oh, I walked damn. off. I was steaming. But to this day, to this day, to this day, I have that same voicemail in my phone. Oh, wow. I have that same voicemail in my phone, and I use it as motivation. Send it to me. Let's hear it. What? You want me to play that? No. Um, I use that as motivation every single day. But that, if I had not gotten that phone call, I would not be where I'm at, I am today. So it was a blessing for me at that point to have not won that contest because I don't know how things would have turned out um, since then. So all I say is... So you're telling people to try and win the competition but don't? I don't understand what you're... If you don't win it, don't stop. Ah, okay, got you. Got That's you, got the you. moral of the story. Do not stop until you get what you believe you deserve and uh, work hard for it. So Wait, Larry, is he telling us to not don't stop until you get enough? I don't think I'm. Is, is that what I heard? That's what I heard. Okay, fantastic. We don't have enough money to play that song. So. <laughs> <laughs> don't even worry about it. There will be estates hitting us up. Like, that's hey, wait, hold on. Hey, wait a minute. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Uh, but that's your trip inside the gray area. I'm so excited for this contest to be back. It changed my life, and I can't wait to see whose life gets changed next because of this opportunity. You know, it's going to give y'all no tips. Again, I didn't win it. Oh. <laughs> so the tips that I would give probably would not be want to be heard by those who are trying to actually win this contest. Uh, but again, I'm so excited to see all of you who come out and be able to uh, show off your stuff. I will be at the location on Thursday, August 24th uh, at Twin Peaks in Louisville, which is uh, 2601 South Stevens Freeway. The contest begins. Uh, next Thursday at Hurtado Barbecue, mm. 205 East Front Street in Arlington. Just get some Hurtado Barbecue. Yeah, exactly. That's a, win, that's a win by itself. Yeah, and hang out with the G-Bag Nation while you're there. Uh, that is inside the gray area here on the get right, where the 903 uh, perfectly crystallizes that story. Failure plus perspective equals success. I wholeheartedly agree with that. What? From the 469, what contest? We were just... we. Hit the rewind button on the Odyssey app. We'll remind you next. I don't know. <laughs> Headlines next on the Get Right. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to 
every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.